We're running late. Yesterday is Dafu Zafiyot. Today is Dafiyot Aleph. We'll do a review of yesterday's Dafu. We have a minor for Shlema to all who need it. Um, um, I, whatever, I'm just going to get right to it. Okay, so uh, what did we learn yesterday? So we started off with Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel, in the name of Shimon Elazar. <laughs> so he said that the, uh, the whole concept of Ksuvas um, is rabbinic in nature, and the Chacham established that Absula, a virgin, should get Absula, of, uh, should get a, a Ksuva of 200 Zuz, and Almana should be 100. And because it's rabbinic in nature, therefore they can do what they want, and they trusted the husband that if he makes a claim that only he would know if it's true or not, that uh, it's Pesach Pesuach, that she, she was not a virgin, so then he'd be believed to not have to pay that Ksuva. If he left it up to him, how does the Ksuva even have any, I mean, well, uh, basically anybody can make up a story and get out of not giving the Ksuva. So Rabbi says, we're not really worried that he's going to make up a story um, that's not true. And that's because if he really disliked his wife and it's a made-up story and he just wants to divorce her, he doesn't want to have to give a Ksuva, um, well, or you know, he wants to save money. He would never. He wouldn't have made the fancy wedding in the first place. Okay, so the, that was itself. You know, nobody's going to make a big meal and then just destroy it by getting you know getting divorced immediately after, um, without a real due you know purpose. You know, real real reason, real cause. All right. Now, um, so we learned that since it's a kinas of the chachamim. So therefore, uh, the payment is only coming from Ziburas, from the lowest quality properties. Okay? Um, so the Gemara says, what do you mean a penalty? A penalty is a word that you do like when you do something wrong. Marriage isn't something wrong. It's hard to call that a ksufa, a kenaz. The Gemara says, you're right. It means that it's a takonaz chachamim, um, and therefore it's Ziburas. Uh, the rule is, that, you know, although it's a debt, it's not like a regular debt that's bainanis, and it's not like a Torah-written that which is Idis, which is the best property, it's Iburus. Now, Rav Shem Gamliel uh, says that the Ksuva of a woman is really a Torah obligate, a Torah source. Okay, and uh, so the Gemara says, wait a second, Rav Shem Gamliel says that, but doesn't, we brought a price that says that, it, Pasuk says, Kesev Yishkol Kemar when a person does rape, it's actual Pasuk of how much he has to pay. Um, and it's saying that this is the same as Mor B'sulis, and Mor B'sulis is the same as this, which basically tells us that uh, Ksuba is from the Torah. And Rabbi Shem Gomil says that it's only, it's not Midiri Torah, it's only Midiri Sofram. So it's, it's, it's backwards. So the Gemara says, you know what, switch the names. It's Rabbi Shem Ben Gamliel who says that it's from the Torah, from that Pasuk. And the Chacham disagree. How, why would you switch that and not switch our source over here? The answer is, is that we have an independent place where Shimon Gamliel says that a of a woman is from the Torah. It's a Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that you give her a, the money that you pay if, you, if they're in the town of the country of Kabatkaya, they have to use the local currency. Um, that's, uh, and which indicates that you know, with, with a higher amount, and that would make sense on a Doraisa level that you should always have to do that. But that's uh, one source. Alternatively, it, you could read it that it's all Rav Shem Gamliel talking, and you have to just fill in the blanks. Basically, this is the Chacham source of Ksuva Minatorah, but that's for the Ksuva of a virgin. Ksuva Ramana is not Midiri Torah, only Midiri Sofrim, because Rav Shem Gamliel says 
that Ksuvis Almana is not Midir Torah and Midir Sofra. Meaning, yes, it's true that Rabbi Gamliel says that Ksuvis Almana is not from the Torah, but Ksuvis Psula is from the Torah. Okay, so we had a story. Somebody came before of Nachman and said, look, she, my wife had relations. She's, uh, she clearly was not a virgin. I could tell. So, um, uh, so he said to her, um, okay, let's get, the, let's get the sticks. Okay, let's start beating this guy up. Um, obviously, a guy well, like how, this. How come he know? Exactly. He's an expert? He's an expert. Well, well, that's ex- you're not, let's not get into details. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the Gemara's question. And that's where Nachman said, we better beat this guy up. Because he's obviously knows too much. Okay? And if he's so knowledgeable, that means he's frequenting he's, the virgin, he, the, the, uh, the, the prostitutes. Exactly. He's frequenting the, the virgins, uh, I mean, the, and the, the, uh, the, the, the prostitutes. And they, therefore, he needs to be beaten up. So Rav Nachman says, but didn't Rav Nachman, Gemara asked, but didn't Rav Nachman say we trust him? Yes, we believe that you're telling the truth, but you also get punished for what you for for the information you provided. Okay, that's not two two different things. Yes, you're not going to have to give the ksuva because we believe you, but uh, the fact that you know is itself something that deserves to be punished. Okay. Um, anyway, Rav Achai says that you could say that maybe one is the the, the one is by a by a, by a, by a bachor who's never married. Then we don't be, not only don't we believe him, we beat him up if he makes up such stories. And a married person, we has a right to know he was he's, he's experienced in the past. All right, case B, another case. Somebody came before Gomliel and said, "I found a pesach pesuach. She was not she's not a virgin." So he said, "Like, how do you know that you did it right? Maybe you're, the way you did relations, you did it in, um, by turning off to the side." Uh, which is like a parable to somebody who's traveling in the dark, and uh, if you would have, and, and you found it opening because you went off the path, but if you would go on the path, you would feel um, uh, some, uh, it would have been closed. And it wouldn't have felt like a Pesach Pesach, it would have felt like it's sealed. Um, that's one version. Or the other version is maybe you intentionally, um, you know, which, as you know, there's a, there's a way of having relations where you're not, I don't know, you turn somehow in such a way that you're not um, uh, rupturing the hymen. Okay? And maybe you uprooted it, um, you know, intentionally. Anyway, so, uh, which, and that's the next, uh, that was the other marshal. Anyway, the bottom line is, um, um, that was uh, a possibility. There's another story where they came before him, Kamlil Rebbe, and he said, look, I, I had relations, and, but I didn't find blood. So I think she's not must not be a virgin. And she said, I was a virgin. So I don't know. I mean so he said, Okay, bring the sheets and let's look at the sheets. And sure enough they did and they soaked it in water and then he laundered it and there were a, a few some blood on it. It was just couldn't be seen because it was covered over by semen. So he said, Oh, look, you see that she really was a virgin. So Huna Mar, the son of Rabbah from Perzakia, said to Ravashi, why don't we do the same Rabbi Gamliel Barebi's trick? He says that he knew how to do it because their laundering was our... He had a much better laundry system than we have today. And in his time, that, would, uh, that, that was a good system. We don't have that, those means, We're only with, uh, with ironing. And ironing will, move, will remove the, the blood stains, and, you, and therefore you won't be able to find it. Okay, another story came before Gamliel Barebi, 
And he said, look, I had relations and there's no blood. And she says, <laughs> um, he didn't exactly have relations. I'm, I'm still a virgin. He, didn't, he messed up, whatever. He didn't do it right. Um, he didn't penetrate properly, whatever it is. So um, he said to them, okay, bring two. This is a virginity test. He said, bring two uh, maidservants, one who's a virgin, one who's um, not a virgin. Put them on and sit them on a barrel of wine. If she's a, um, not a virgin, then the, the smell would come out from her mouth. And if she's a virgin, it won't. And uh, they did that. And then it, the, the that test... Was the, that was the test? The test run worked, but um, as they did the same here, and uh, he said, look, you know, no, the, the smell didn't come out. And they said, oh, she must be still a virgin. And he said, you see, she's a virgin. You uh, messed up in your relations. Okay, you didn't do it right. Okay, why not check directly with her? The reason is because he heard this as a way of testing, but he didn't actually see it done. And he said, it, maybe I don't do it right, and it'll come out and say a negative against a woman did, who did really is a person. Did you have a before that women check? Or, I mean, check if the human is still there? I don't know. We're not talking about, it. you mean an internal check? Yeah, no, yes, a lady checks a lady. No, I don't think so. Oh, no. I don't think this is much the, a real test, but I think what it is is a, just no different than the sotter that he put a test sample in, showed this this thing works. So if the woman was not a virgin, she would have said, "I'm not a virgin." She wouldn't want to go through the test. Oh yeah. And if and if the, and if the test turned out negative, the husband went home happy. Right, she either way. <laughs> okay. It's not a real test. That's oh, that, you that's before. incredible. That was never done before. Again, it was a psychological test. Okay, could be. Well, it makes sense. In the... That's what that's what the question was yesterday. That uh, okay. not it's not a direct line. I don't know. It, do, I, it doesn't give me it doesn't give much detail. It's rosé. It sounds strange. Yeah. Smelling their breath. I don't know. It seems to go against everything we know about snooze and. Well, it could be covered, it's just uh, whatever. But anyway, be, be, whatever it is, uh, that's what it's... I'm telling you the Gemara says. Yeah. He was a barrel of wine. He was the one who smelled. <laughs> what? The rabbi was the one who smelled. So he could just say... The husband just wants to know. Uh, okay. He's right, he says, oh. she's fine. Uh, okay. in well, the, that, that makes sense. In the I'm era of that. COVID, there's no rationale. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, there was a, uh, okay, next case, somebody came before Reb Gamliel Azakeh, and he said, uh, look, uh, there was no dam, and she said, yeah, that's true, but I come from a family that does not have any dam, no dam nida, no dam sulim. And uh, Reb Gamliel checked into the relatives, and it turns out that that family did exist. So he said, look, you're a very lucky man. She, your wife won't have you. Won't ever be prohibited to you. Okay, um, uh, so the Gemara says, "What's the etymology of the word dorkti?" It comes from dorkatua, which means to have a hard time coming pregnant, and that's what Rabbi Chanina said that he made him feel good, but really it wasn't really that good because being from such a family, can't, it's very hard for them to have children, uh, and that's a, a sign for for being uh, being fruitful as a woman is if she has a healthy period, okay? Um, 
Now, um, it's Domer Merubin, Bonel Merubin, as Rameir says. Anyway, Rameir Abba says that uh, it's still a zuchos. Uh, Rabbi Yosef Avin says it's, it's what you got, you know, too bad. Now, what's the reason why it's a zuchos? Uh, we understand why it would be bad, but why would it be good? The answer is because halachically, it has a lot of advantages because, you know, um, if you know that she never has a period, so then you're not, you're not going to be in a situation where possibly she's prohibited to you. Okay, so in a halachic sense, it's a big advantage. Now, um, another case uh, came before Rebbe, and she said, look, I, I, he said, I have relations and no blood. And she said, look, I'm still, uh, you know, I was definitely a virgin, but uh, Rebbe realized... And I'm still a virgin. No, that's not what she's saying here. Um, uh, but but uh, it's a, it was a time of famine, and Rebbe saw their faces were blackened, and he said, that's, that's a possible reason why no blood came out. She's so dried out and so undernourished that, that it, it wasn't okay. able to, you know, that, that messed up this, her whole system. And that's what he did. He took them in, he bathed them, fed them properly, they hadn't had a normal meal, and then after they, they, he fattened them up, he put them in a room together, and then he had relations, and she did have blood. And they said, look, you see, and Rabbi said, that's the pasuk in the Torah, that they got so dried out like a wood, piece of wood. It wasn't, the blood wasn't able to come out. Okay. Took us to the next Mishnah. Talks about the, the how much is Aksuva. Aksuva for Bsula is... Can I ask a question before I What? Yeah, sure. But didn't we, and maybe I'm wrong, didn't we say that in a previous, uh, previously that a woman can claim he never touched me? He, I mean, there were no relations. Can't you, I mean, so what do you want? Guy. Well, we'll get. To, we're going to see more examples of what what a counterclaim is. There's other counterclaims. We'll get there. Okay, but uh, but but he's saying I had relations. Because that was one of the examples we said. She said. She said he didn't do it right. He didn't penetrate. We and are, we, and, we and they did that. That was when they did the him. test. We are he, believing him. N- Yes, that's true. That's because we're saying that he wouldn't he wouldn't lie by in, if he if he he wouldn't lie because he spent so much money on the wedding and now he's making up a story. Why would he do that? That was the reason why we believe that he's not going to lie. It's not that we always assume that she's going to lie, but uh, it depends on the circumstance. If she's saying she's still a virgin. We had a test for that. If she, if he, you know that was what we talked about before. Okay. All right. So the Mishnah says Absula's Ksuva is two hundred, um, Amana is one hundred. Absula Amana Grusha Grulutsa, if it's Arison, even though the, she was a widow from Arison, it's still two hundred. And um, he can claim if she, if she's not a virgin, because the expectation should be if it was from Arison, if she was just betrothed in the past, that she should still be a virgin. So what do we mean Almana? What is the word Almana? So Rabkhana Baghdata says Almana is because she gets Amana. That's what it, that's where the name Comes from, gets one hundred. Mana means one hundred. Um, so the Gemara asks, then why is the almana min erisin? She gets two hundred then. So he says, you're right. Since the regular almana who is from Nisuin gets one hundred, <coughs> so that's how the name stuck and it sticks for both. Um, uh, why does it say almana in the Torah? If they didn't even institute, everybody says that it's only rabbinic in nature. So the Gemara says, you're right, on the future, uh, future status that she's going to get 100, that's how the name got, you know, stuck. Do they ever name things based on future events? Yeah, 
it happens as we find. We talk about the, the, the Tigris River, and it goes Kidmas Ashur. Ashur is not even born yet. Um, that was something in the future. So that's the story. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Rav Khan Bagdasa said the word Matar, rain is, has all these qualities. It gives, it, it, it gives to drink. It quenches the thirst of the land. It helps fertilize the land. It softens the fruit. It makes the fruit juicy, things like that. Okay, and Rava Bar Reb Shmuel or Reb Yemer Bar Shlami says it's a pasuk. Talamel Ravi Nachas Gedudel Berivivim Demogena Tzimcha Devarich. So all the fruits get increased they get up, up from the proper rains. Rabbi Lazar says the word Mizbeach is that it's Miziach, Mezin, Mechavev, and Mechaper. What does that mean? So, Meziach, right now we think that it's the same thing as Mechaper, it tones. The answer is no. The difference is, Meziach means that it removes decrees. Mechaper means that it, that it atones for sins. And it also brings, it, it also gives you a bracha that you'll be successful. That's why if you're careful to seek Urbanus, you'll have brachas in life, you'll be successful. That's my own uh, insight here. Um, and it makes you beloved to Rabbanashlova. Um, okay. Next we saw dates. Dates are um, they're Meshachnon, Mesavon, Meshalshlon, Meashron, and Loi Mefankon, which basically means that um, it warms up the body, it satiates, it helps regulate, it, um, and uh, it strengthens you, and um, and also that makes you not not too finicky, okay? Lo mefankan. I don't know if the, the word sounds to you like finicky. It, it's it's the same word, okay? Fankan, okay. Um, and uh, Rav says if you eat dates, don't don't issue halachic rulings. So I thought we said dates are good for you. So in the morning and the evening it's good, and mincha it's bad. Um, and at lunchtime, it's the best. Um, and it gets rid of uh, bad thoughts, it gets rid of stomach problems, and gets rid of hemorrhoids. So the Gemara says, he's not saying that it's not good for you, he's saying that momentarily it affects your, you know, just like a good a bottle of wine, it's good for you, but it affects your ability to uh, make decisions, your decision-making abilities, the same thing. Um, so that's the story. Either that, or it, the difference is if it's before food, on an empty stomach, it can be harmful. It can be affect your brain in a bad way. But after food, it's very you know then it won't it won't go straight to your head. Um, Abai said that uh, my my mom told me that uh, dates before bread is not good for you, but uh, after bread it's uh, it's like fortifies the door. Okay, like the the door frame. Okay, uh, Rava says that the word dasha means derech sham. The word daga means derech gag, towards the roof, up, you know, stairs. Purya is the bed, which is where you procreate, parin veravin. And Ram Nachman Yitzchak says, Eilinus is like, Eil is like a, a, a tukhranis, which means like a male, because she can't give birth. Anyway, that's where we left off yesterday. We'll take it from here.